0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of It's a Definite Maybe, a podcast for those of you who are just trying to figure it all out, with your favorite co-hosts as always, Stella and Rosie. On today's episode, we're talking about rekindling broken friendships. We'll take a deep dive into our own experiences with losing friends, how you can approach rekindling a lost friendship, and the importance of being open to the possibility that it might not work out. So, Stella, a couple of weeks ago, I was scrolling my TikTok for you page, as mm-hmm. I do several times a day, every day, <laughs> nothing new. And I stumbled across a, a video I really liked. And I was like, oh, what a cute outfit. And I was like, oh, the girl kind of looks familiar. I didn't think much of it. And then a couple mm. of days later, good old algorithm, she popped up in my feed again. And I was like, she looks so familiar, but the username didn't quite feel like it fit. So I clicked on mm. her profile. I was like, oh, this is a girl I used to be very good friends with. It was who I thought it was. And she has just gone, not for a pseudonym, but just not using her last name in her mm. content or her, I guess, new social media presence. It's interesting. She sort of split her TikTok fashion lifestyle persona mm-hmm. very separately from her private life, which includes her her job, her partner. Um, she's sort of almost like segmented in like two different personalities. And it was the strangest feeling when I realized I was like, WTF, this girl still exists. Like I'd forgotten about her because we had like the most random friendship breakup, like, I don't know, five years ago, four years Mm. ago.
1: I feel like that's not entirely uncommon to have different personalities or different sides of your personality that you show on different social media platforms, depending on your following. Because even Danny in our – I can't remember if it was episode one or episode two. I think episode one, when she was talking about content creation, she was saying yeah. how there are certain things that she just wouldn't share on TikTok because of the type of content that she's been creating on there, whereas she shares different mm-hmm. content on Instagram. And it's all parts of her personality. Do yeah. you get the sense that she is showing a a completely different or she's being fake on any of that no not, or it's not just just being she's fake showing at all. different parts of
0: her personality i think it just felt like she was almost a more confident person in this new mm. persona not fake at all like her content's really genuine she's genuine right. but it was just really interesting that when we used to be friends she used to be quite private she wouldn't mm. want anyone knowing if she was earning a lot of money or came mm. from money which it's understandable i respect that and get that but then of on course, her yeah tiktok now that i've seen her it's almost like i was viewing through a window it was really odd i was like wow she's so confident but classy and effortless and just sort of mesmerizing And this kind of i i I almost see her as like the it girl or that girl Mm. which is a whole tiktok thing that she sort of just effortlessly has this chicness and class about her and has almost no shyness Mm. Which but like an air of subtlety that it's still there's an element of privacy but she's still very warm and comforting and it was just I think it was what was weird it was like I almost wanted to reach out and be like can we be friends again because it was like not because I wanted to be necessarily associated with an it girl or mm-hmm. any of that but it was like has enough time passed that I can rekindle this broken friendship and it was mm. just it, I guess it sparked what I wanted to talk about today is this idea of can you repair a broken friendship or is there an option to sort of rekindle a friendship breakup, which is, mm. a, I guess, a pseudo part two to one of our very early episodes talking about friendship breakups. Our first episode, oh my God, which if you it? haven't
1: listened to, if you've joined us later than that, then go back and listen to our very was first that really episode. Our first episode? Yeah.
0: Friendship oh breakups. Yep. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, here we are 40 something episodes <laughs> later. Very good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, interesting. Well, I mean, feel free to share as many or as few details as you feel comfortable with, but I feel like the circumstances around how the friendship ended are significant in these sorts of cases about whether or not it is possible to rekindle an old friendship, whether you want to or not. So, what are you willing to say about the details of this friendship breakup
0: that happened well, years ago? Well, this is great because I'm being put on the spot, even though we prepared <laughs> for this episode, and I'm just trying to run through mentally. I'm like, cool. So, who knows the stories? I don't think she even knows that we have a podcast. Her, we we haven't spoken in God like four years, maybe five, three. Mm-hmm. Time is a time is a weird concept um I guess the history between the friendship breakup we met at uni we were in like a mutual group of friends we became very close I wouldn't say best friends but close enough that we would get coffee together we would hang out on campus mm-hmm. we were great friends and then I uh the group I was in was very incestuous a lot of exes getting with other people or mm. exes still in the same friendship group that sort of that thing old and, chestnut you know very big friend group at the time and I was at a party, I don't know if it was Australia Day party, which we obviously, you and I don't celebrate or tolerate sort of the meaning behind that, but this was, God, 2015 or something earlier. So it was one of those Mm -hmm. January summer parties or something, and we were all very Mm -hmm. drunk. And her ex-boyfriend had just, we were playing beer pong together. We were on the same Mm -hmm. team, and they had broken up um, three years by this time, two years by this time, and she was already Mm -hmm. dating someone else for probably a year and a half. Him and I were both drunk and he ended up kissing me and I was like, no, 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 this is not okay. Like, She's my friend. I don't feel comfortable with this. My ex is also at this party as well. I feel really uncomfortable. Mm. And I stopped it there. I then got – I guess we're just telling the whole story. I then got um, (laughs) berated is probably the right word, but a bit of a harsh word by – Some of the people at this party, who at this point we were all still good girlfriends, Uh, Mm -hmm. some of the girls were like, "How dare you get with a friend's ex? That's not okay." And I was like, "I know it's not okay. This is against my morals." It was a whole thing, and I I called her the next day because I was like, "She needs to hear it from me." Called her, she was like, "Hey Rosie, how are you?" I was like, "Girl, I got some something I need to tell you." And my anxiety was like in my throat. I I told her what happened. I told her. (laughs) step by step how it unfolded what I said what he said um and she her as soon as I finished speaking she was like wow okay and her demeanor completely changed Mm. and I don't actually know if we spoke again after that phone call I think we maybe had coffee but it was as soon as I'd called her and we had that conversation that was it friendship terminated and it was awkward and rocky I got uninvited from her birthday it was a whole thing but every other girl was still invited and then she was after a couple of months she was like I don't want drama anymore because the other girls were sticking up for me they were like why is she freezing you out why is she exiling you Mm. that's not cool it's not your fault and it was this whole Mm -hmm. thing we were like early 20s so you know girls drama and I think I ended up going to this birthday eventually and then I think we I think her and the group parted ways, not necessarily after a certain event, but things just fizzled. And I think she has other friends now, our group even dispersed a little bit and it became a whole thing. So that's the, the context of the story. So the, mm-hmm. it wasn't a very good friendship breakup, but I think it kind of happened over a matter of months, but this right. X was kind of the, the beginning the, of the catalyst waterfall. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just accepted that, you know, she wasn't a person I wanted to be friends with. She didn't Mm. want to be friends with me. And at the time, I was like, I don't need this in my life. I don't want bitchiness in my life, whatever, Mm. whatever. And, like, obviously have grown a lot. My perspective has changed. I can now respect, like, yeah, if I was in her position, I would be so hurt. Like, Mm. fair enough. Even if she hadn't done anything and she was in my position and my ex had made a move on her, Mm -hmm. it still happened. And that's really hard. So I get it. I... That night has haunted me since because I've always just felt like so much guilt. Mm. And fast forward four years, haven't spoken. I think we still follow each other on Instagram, but she doesn't post much. And yeah, so it brings us to present day where I see her on my TikTok for you page. And I was like, do I follow her? Do I lurk? Do I comment? Took mm. me a week to find the strength just to leave a comment. And then. I I actually ended up texting her because I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe we can rekindle. Maybe we can be Mm. friends. We both post similar content on TikTok. And I texted her. And this is, I guess, my story of can you rekindle a friendship Mm -hmm. after something, I guess, a little bit traumatic. And after four years, I was like, hey, love your TikTok content. It's so awesome to see you again. I hope you've been well. I know it's been a really long time. Something Mm. sweet, very short took her like a day to get back to me she was like oh that's so nice thanks xx and that's been it she doesn't follow yeah. me back on tiktok she doesn't like any of my content mm. i like all of her videos because i genuinely enjoy her content i mm. love her style she's great i'm not going to name her though because it's just the people that are in the friendship group know who i'm talking about but it's just i'm going to tell her me i <laughs> I'll tell you offline. Uh, she's great. She's stylish. She's adorable. um Just has her entire life together, and that's why I follow mm. her because I really like her stuff. But it's also, I think, I think what's interesting is that for us, I don't think we'll ever rekindle the friendship. Mm. My perspective is that she's probably like, I don't need Rosie in my life, or I'm mm. happy without doing that. Or we had a friendship for a certain time, and I can respect that. So it's almost like I'm admiring from a distance. So I think in another universe or for other situations people can definitely rekindle a broken friendship I was able to do that with another friend that we stopped talking for a couple of years and then we managed to just patch things up with apologies talking about it, and then moving on but I guess with this girl she doesn't want to for whatever her reasons are and that's fine and I guess that's just something mm-hmm. I need to be at peace with I suppose
1: yeah, I think it's one of those things where good on you for acknowledging and taking her cue of maybe not being as open to rekindling the friendship as you were when you reached mm. out to her. I took it there would with be the,
0: the X in her text message. I was like, oh, okay, that's mm. like a definitive, that's like a nice yeah, full stop. That's basically. like, a, we're
1: done here. Mm. I, I'm not going to ask you about your life. Please don't ask no, me about I- mine. Thanks. Move on with your life. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you respected that because I'm sure there would be a lot of people who don't pick up on that cue and then continue to message them and continue to try and reach out and then inevitably end up getting hurt down the track because they haven't been reading the social cues and haven't realized that they needed to respect the boundary that that person was putting out. Whether they said, hey, I don't really want to rekindle our friendship, Mm. but appreciate you reaching out really sweet of you, good luck with your life. Because sometimes it's difficult to say something that definitive, particularly when someone has reached out with a perfectly sweet and thoughtful message, but it's difficult to stand your ground and communicate, I actually don't want to be friends anymore. And that's hard to hear. So people tend to just give out those more subtle social clues and – Just hope that people pick up what you're putting down. Unfortunately,
0: (laughs) yeah, I think I think in some instances, especially with this, because we obviously, as you've heard in the story, it wasn't a great end to the friendship. Or there was obviously like very valid reasons to why our friendship terminated. And I think if we were to ever become friends, I'd almost be anxious or nervous that she would not hold me to this not hold a grudge she's not that mm. kind of person but i think i'd just be nervous there'd be this this unspoken mm. totally. sort of thing or even if we address it it's like oh but is she always going to see me in this negative lighters uh ex-boyfriend stealer kisser whatever and mm. again she's a very kind humble person and i can't say how she would react to that i would personally just be like it's probably going to be a bit awkward so i food for thought if you're i don't know rekindling a broken <laughs> friendship <laughs>
1: Well it's funny because as as you raised this topic as something that you wanted to talk about I was also having a bit of a think about times when I might have had not necessarily friendship bre- friendship breakups but falling outs or ruts with friendships that mm. sometimes we haven't really been able to move past and there was one in particular and I'm not going to share the details really but the gist of it is Our friend in our friendship group had basically called us bad friends and was really let down and disappointed by our behaviour, but she hadn't expressed at the time when we were apparently acting in a way that she didn't appreciate that she didn't appreciate it. We only found Mm. out afterwards when she massively blew up at us and started throwing out all of these things and then we asked her for more details because we were genuinely we didn't realize that we did anything wrong yeah and she just completely shut down and it was disappointing because i was really good friends with her and we all were and our friendships unfortunately never really recovered off the back of that and i was really hurt and disappointed because i felt like what she was saying was unfair And she didn't give me the opportunity to say my piece. She just Mm -hmm. unloaded her piece and then left, basically. And so I think it it depends on the circumstances around the friendship. Even now, I'm I'm still hurt by it to an extent. I'm disappointed and I would very much like to have an open and honest conversation with her about it. I don't think that's ever going to happen, which is okay. But... I just don't know it, – it was never the same afterwards when we yeah. tried to hang out and chatted. And, and we did hang out and chatted a few times, but honestly it just really wasn't the same. And I think ultimately what that came down to is even though we were great friends and we got along really well for the time, our communication styles were really different. Mm. And it was one of those things where we – not necessarily weren't willing to meet each other halfway because I think we both were, but maybe we didn't know how to meet each other halfway or weren't able to meet each other halfway. And that sort of meant that the friendship had to ultimately stop where it did. And I don't know if it's gonna be like that forever. I'm definitely really open to pursuing a friendship with her in the future. If you're yeah. listening, you know who you are. I would love to have a hi. chat with you.
0: <laughs> Stella says hi
1: <laughs> But yeah, unfortunately I just don't I don't know if it would be the same as it was back then and maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing because we've both grown as people since then so Mm. maybe if we fell back into old patterns then it would just be moving backwards as opposed to moving forwards and seeing if there's a friendship with who we are now and whether we're compatible as friends now Mm. and I think that also ties into how much time has passed in between the falling out or the breakup or the detaching of the friendship (laughs) and when you want to rekindle things. Because if enough time has passed and the circumstances have passed as well and you've both healed from that and you're not holding on to any grudges and you're both coming at it from a place of we miss each other, really appreciated our friendship at the time it's unfortunate that things ended the way that they did but I'm definitely open to seeing where things go and meeting that person halfway and trying to see if there is still a friendship here that we could pursue Mm -hmm. I think that does get easier with time but I think think in a lot of cases as well like if the friendship breakup was really messy and there was a lot of fallout then it is also a question of do you want to go back there and dig up some of that past trauma that you might have felt and you've you've moved on from
0: is is that friendship worth it that's a big question is it worth Mm. it I know it's almost like if you have the breakup you try again and it doesn't work out it almost feels like you're I would almost say the grieving or the grief Mm. the second time around would almost be worse you're like I tried this, it didn't work. Oh, I tried again. I really put myself out there. I was really vulnerable and then it just flops. I feel like that's 10 times harder the second time around.
1: That's interesting that you say that because I feel like it would be easier for me to reconcile with the second time around because Mm -hmm. even though you got your hopes up that maybe we could pursue a friendship again, that's really exciting, Yeah, I think you've already gotten used to losing them once and processing that initial loss so you know what your life is like without them in your life and then if that happens the second time around then it's like oh of course I'm really really disappointed because I had a lot of hope that we would be able to rekindle things and it didn't work out that way Mm -hmm. you at least know that you were okay at one point after the initial breakup had happened whether it's with a friend or a partner so you I would hope that you would know that you will be okay again.
0: That's true. I mean, this is a th- this is my problem with me as a human being, and so I can agree with both sides of things. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a really great point. And I was like, is my well, point wrong?
1: Rosie, <laughs> there's no right and wrong. This is a case where it's a definite maybe. There are grey areas.
0: <laughs> plug, plug, plug. <laughs> it's like those movies or song, not songs, songs are named after their title, but, but that doesn't make sense. Um. T V shows or movies that drop in the name of the episode yeah. or the name of the show and it's just yeah. like Oh, it hurts, it's cringe.
1: <laughs> they're breaking but- the fourth wall. It feels like they're breaking a cardinal rule of movies and T V shows that you just oh don't God, right?
0: you don't break. Right. It's just like this is written by a fan. <laughs> I guess if you're in a maybe maybe more of a positive outcome situation to me, and you mm-hmm. actually are working towards the steps of rekindling a friendship. Mm-hmm. Do you think you need to set boundaries? Like, Absolutely. I think if this this girl and I did end up becoming friends, I feel like mm-hmm. they'd almost need to be at least initially like a respectful boundary of what we I don't know can and can't say or yep. how often you communicate. I don't know, but then it borderlines on is this controlling? Is it weird? Mm. It's not quite a natural friendship. It feels organic. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah, it doesn't really feel that way. I don't know. Thoughts.
1: Yeah, I feel like it is definitely important to set boundaries. I think you both need to go into it guarded to an extent, but as open as you possibly can be, because Mm. realistically, the only way that you're going to be able to work through what led to the friendship breakup in the first place and overcome that and move forward is if you clear the air and talk about things and be open and honest with each other and try and be as gentle as possible but still say the truth like there are definitely ways to be honest with someone without completely ripping them to shreds oh totally so it is definitely possible to give someone feedback without being rude about it. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's really important if you are in this situation to communicate openly and honestly. And if you were hurt, say that. Say, honestly, I was really hurt by your behavior. I thought more of you as a friend, and it was really disappointing to see that you disrespected our friendship or you know something like that and I think we've spoke about this in the spoken about this in the friendship breakups episode as well trying not to use accusatory language even like I just did then like you did this and you (laughs) did that try and focus on because of the situation and because of what happened this is how I felt because that way the other person may not necessarily feel as defensive when they're Mm -hmm. receiving this feedback and you're expressing how you felt in that instance, which has ultimately led you guys to where you are. So I think it's important for the both of you to be super open and honest and just communicate with each other, but it's definitely really important to set boundaries and that also ties into the communication element. If things are moving a little bit too quickly or you decide partway through, actually this isn't working for me and, you know, I think it's probably best we go our separate ways, then I think you do also need to be really open and honest about that as well. Otherwise, if one person is super hopeful that you'll be able to make things work out and you'll be friends again and the other person isn't, then that's only going to become a bigger issue down the track. And on top of that as well, (laughs) if you are entering into a rekindling of a friendship situation, Mm. it's also really important to remember to take things really slowly. Totally. Just because time has passed and you may have talked it all out and cleared the air, that doesn't necessarily mean that your friendship is instantly going to go back to where it was before. It may, but also realistically it probably won't. Probably not. And you've got to give it time, particularly in cases where – If something happened and one of you feels really triggered in a certain situation, you've got to consistently show that person, I am not going to do the thing that I did to you previously. It's a trust-building
0: exercise.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. You've got to build that friendship back up again. Oh, yeah. And you've got to show a pattern of behavior that you're both committed to putting in the work. To maintain
0: that friendship, both grown and changed, absolutely, in a good way.
1: absolutely, yeah, and respect each other's boundaries, yeah, and that's again where it comes back to communication as well. If things are moving too quickly and your friend is just rushing back and pretending like nothing happened, I feel mm-hmm. like it's also really important to call that out and just say to them, "Hey, just a quick reminder, I do want to take things slowly. I want to." see how things go i want to rekindle Mm -hmm. this friendship with you but i'm not ready to do xyz just yet
0: no totally totally
1: yeah communicate where you're at it can only get you to positive places if you do communication is everything yeah yeah (laughs) 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 so yeah anyway i digress (laughs) <laughs> but I think it's important to be open and honest and communicate where you're at. Otherwise, realistically, it's just not going to work. And one person might get their hopes up and just end up disappointed. Or you'll string yeah. them along and then it's just weird and uncomfortable and it's not good for either of you.
0: Not a good time. No. I, think, um, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like it's about just being transparent and I think... The biggest thing would be tackle the elephant in the room first and then you can almost sort of start again, start at the foundation to rebuild a friendship as opposed to sort of just trying to hide or mask the thing that caused you to have a breakup or lose your friendship or whatever happened.
1: And on that note, I think we might leave it there for today. Thank you, Rosie, for the chat, as always. And thank you to everybody out there in Listener Land for listening to our podcast episode. Thanks, Listener episode. Land. Thanks. We appreciate you. You're the best. Make sure to head over to our <laughs> socials. We can continue the conversation over there with all of you in Listenerland. Make sure to shoot us an email as well. We do have an email address. If you've got any conversation
0: topics or need advice on anything, we would love to hear from you. So please oh, yeah. get in touch. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It means so much to us. And I mean, if you've made it this far and you're already in whatever podcast app you're in, it's just a few little buttons. (laughs) Exactly. Um, What's going...
1: (laughs) What's what's a few little extra taps here and there? Little (laughs) clicky-clicky.
0: So come along with us as we talk about the areas of life that might not have a one-size-fits-all approach on It's a Definite Baby. We'll see you next week. Bye!